I want to talk about a foundational principle that we all must grasp if we're going to walk according to the plan and purposes of God for our lives. Welcome to the Salvation Engine Podcast. My name is Arvin. God bless you. Thank you for listening today. And so today, I want us to jump straight in. We're going to be touching on a topic titled, Carefully Following the Instructions Leads to Success. I know that's a long title, longer than we usually have. However, it is very important. All the words have been carefully chosen because there is the portion that speaks that touches on the instruction and there is the portion that touches on success. Carefully following the instructions leads to success. It leads to us achieving our goals. It leads to us realizing what we set out to do, what God wants us to do, realizing God's plan, his, the potential that he has inbuilt in us. But how can we do that? There is the part that has to carefully follow instructions, which leads to success. Where do we get these instructions? We get these instructions from God's word. We get these instructions from the Holy Spirit. We get these instructions from friends and family, as we're going to see in our text here today. Oftentimes, the Lord will speak to us. He will give us instructions. And he will give us those instructions through people that are near us, through people that he has brought into our lives. Even sometimes through people that we least expect. And we're going to begin here by reading from the Bible. We're going to read in the book of Ruth. And we are going to read in chapter 3. And over here in the book of Ruth at the start of chapter 3, we we know this story, right? We understand that Ruth and Naomi, they've come to Israel because um, Naomi's husband's died, her two sons have died. There's a famine in Moab and they've come back to Israel. So when we come jump now over here in Ruth chapter 3, we find where Ruth's mother-in-law Naomi is giving Ruth a set of instructions. But before we get to the instructions, there is an objective, there is an agenda, there is a desired result. And this is coming from a person that is God-fearing, a person full of wisdom, clearly a person that God has brought into Ruth's life to be able to instruct her, to be able to guide her, to be able to direct her. So in Ruth chapter 3 verses 1, Naomi says to her daughter-in-law, My daughter, I must find a home for you where you will be provided for. Listen to that carefully. Naomi says to her daughter, my daughter, I must find a home for you. She takes on a personal responsibility and sets a goal into and sows this goal into Ruth's life as a matter of personal responsibility. My daughter, I must find a home for you where you are well provided for. That's the goal. That's the agenda. That's the objective. But it's coming from a pure heart. It's coming from a good motive. It's coming from someone that desires the best for Ruth. When I think about this, I believe that it is worth noting that the only reason why Naomi has ground 
on which to stand to even position herself as one who can guide her daughter-in-law or advise her daughter-in-law and you know one who can help direct ruth's life in what many would consider personal matters is because ruth is a humble woman she's a respectful woman with an honorable spirit and character she has humbled herself under the wings of naomi brought herself and knelt down at naomi's feet to say help me guide me you are with me you are my mother-in-law i respect you i honor you and this is the platform the foundation upon which naomi has the confidence to speak into ruth's life the door is open the door of you are my daughter and I look after you is open. There is a respect. There is an honor. There is a humility. There is a, a grounding in character of Ruth on which Naomi is able to enter that door and carefully direct Ruth's life. This is the evidence we find throughout the book of Ruth concerning Ruth's character. First of all, she chooses to go with her mother Naomi whilst Opa goes the other way. She says, I will cleave to you. Your God will be my God. Your people will be my people. She chooses to come into service to serve Naomi. We then find her gleaning in Boaz's field so she could take something back home and look after her mother-in-law Naomi. So Ruth here demonstrates to us a depth of character that speaks to humility it speaks to gentleness it speaks to graciousness it speaks to a willingness to take instruction to be teachable to the extent that her mother-in-law could then plan on her behalf concerning her welfare and even feel confident and comfortable to speak and guide her life concerning her marital affairs friends there is a blessing in this for us because I wonder, you know, and oftentimes I wonder about this. Have we moved away from this place? Are we an instructable generation? Do we still listen to our elders? Do we still listen to people God has positioned in our lives? Or have we become, you know, so removed from being teachable? Have we removed our eyes from the place of instruction? Are we now the ones instructing our instructors? This is worth personal reflection. Could we be missing the voice of God, his intended plan and blessing for us because we will not listen to our parents? We will not listen to our mother-in-law. Ruth is taking instruction from her mother-in-law. We will we listen to our teachers, our friends, those whom we consider to be less educated or qualified than us, our pastors, are we still instructable? I believe this is a huge first step in the order of success. And when we miss this step or choose to remain high-minded and proud, we miss out on God's best. You know, the book of Proverbs says that instruct a wise man and he will become wiser. Now, the question you need to ask yourself is, why would a wise man need further instruction? This is because a wise man is also a humble man, is also one who is continuously learning, one who enjoys correction. Actually, um, let's read a couple of Proverbs here, and we're going to read about three Proverbs. We'll start by reading Proverbs 19 in chapter 19 in verses 20, and it says, this is what it says. It says, hear counsel and receive instruction that you may be wise in the latter end. Wow. 
If I listen to counsel, if I receive instruction, I will be wise in the latter end. This is powerful. In the same chapter of Proverbs 19 verses 27, it says that, Cease listening to instruction, my son, and you will stray from the words of knowledge. There is a place where to consistently receive instruction. We mustn't allow ourselves to grow numb to it, to grow accustomed to it, and then become complacent with it. We have to consistently honor the place of receiving instruction. When we come in the book of Proverbs chapter 16, verses 20, it says that he that handles a matter wisely shall find good, and whosoever trusts in the Lord, happy is he. We need instruction in order to manage the affairs of our lives. We can go on and on in numerous proverbs that teach on instruction, receiving wisdom, receiving knowledge, so that we can become prosperous in our way. But coming back to the story of Ruth, we've established that Naomi had a goal. She had a good goal, a good plan, a good motive, a good intention toward her daughter-in-law. Let's carry on reading here in the book of Ruth chapter 3 verses 1 to 2. It says that, now Naomi speaking to Ruth says that, My daughter, I must find a home for you where you will be provided for. She goes on to say that now Boaz, with whose women you have worked, is a relative of ours. Tonight he will be at the winnowing barley on the threshing floor. You'll notice here that immediately Naomi introduces Boaz and Ruth does not cut in to say, Boaz? You know, who are you to speak to me about Boaz? Or, or no, that is the wrong man for me. Or can we first talk about this? Or hang on a minute. Or he's not my choice. Or he's too short. He's too tall. He's not rich enough. He's not poor enough. He's not. Ruth does not interject with her own opinion. She confidently trusted that her mother-in-law Naomi had good plans for her as we should confidently trust in the Lord even when the plan seems different or far from what we would actually choose or what we would ordinarily choose, what we would commonly choose, what we would prefer. We put our opinions on the back and say, God, I trust you. If this person whom you've brought into my life that I honor and respect is instructing me in the way. Lord, I trust you. I honor my father. I honor my mother. I honor those you've put in leadership above me. If they're instructing me in the way that I should choose, then I confidently and quietly in obedience follow that way. So let's come over here to verse 3 and now we're getting into the instruction. Very important. In the book of Ruth chapter 3 verses 3, Naomi says to Ruth, Wash, put on perfume, and get dressed in your best clothes. Then go down to the threshing floor, but do not let him know you are there until he has finished eating and drinking. When he lies down, note the place where he is lying. Then go and uncover his feet and lie down. He will tell you what to do. Oh my, oh my. You will notice that this is a very clear and precise instruction. 
It is coming from one who knows what she is talking about because she has been in this way before and there are things that Ruth does not know that she needs to consider and follow wisely in the instruction that she's been given. Very clear instruction. But look at Ruth's response. When we carry on reading in Ruth chapter 3 verses 5, this is Ruth's response. She says, I will do whatever you say. My goodness, how often have those words come out of your lips? I will do whatever you say. Father God, I will do whatever you say. Simple, quick, immediate, and then thereafter, getting to the instruction of following or getting to the action of following the instruction. You know, we'll, let's read here what follows. Ruth says, I will do whatever you say. And so the Bible says, so she went down to the threshing floor and did everything her mother-in-law told her to do. Ruth was willing. She was obedient. You know, scripture says that if we are willing and obedient, we will eat the good of the land. Sometimes, Maybe things have not gone the way that they should in our lives because we were maybe willing but not obedient. And we need to ask ourselves, have I been willing? Have I been obedient? We are required to come into the position of faith plus action. Scripture says that without action, without action, without action, without faith, without action is dead. You know, Ruth says, I will do whatever you say and then goes. She adds action to her faith. And when she goes, scripture says that, and she did everything her mother told her to do, her mother-in-law. You know, I find that this character of faithfulness, which is a fruit of the Holy Spirit, begins in the little things. Do you accomplish what you set out to do on your to-do list? Do you deliver what you promised to do on time and with minimal supervision? Are you diligent about the smaller tasks, aiming to do what is right even when no one is looking? You know, scripture says, if we are faithful with the little, more will be given to us. As we know, Ruth's story was a great success. She did everything according to her mother-in-law's instruction. And as a result, Obed, the father of Jesse, the father of David, Jesus' great, 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 grandfather, all out of carefully following an instruction, obedience, humility, honoring others, Ruth's beautiful character, her faithfulness, positioned her in the lineage of our Lord. Hopefully we can learn from her example and allow the Lord to shape us in the areas where we still need to come up in character. You know, scripture says the Lord disciplines the one he loves and he chastens everyone he accepts as a son. You are blessed.